Brother's strategy is all about speed, non-cutting time, chip-to-chip time, spindle running. The days of one cut through steel, they've all gone because they put too much load on spindles, too much load on tooling, and don't work. Welcome to the MTD Podcast. I'm Giovanni Albanese hosting today's podcast and I have the pleasure to be at White House Machine Tools in Coventry, joined by three legends. Firstly, Neville Wilson, a, a massive legend in the industry, Ian Hayes, and our very own Lindsay Vickers. Oh, Welcome hello, to the podcast. Um, brilliant day today, brilliant to be out and about um, during these crazy times. Hopefully they'll get back to some kind of normality at some point. Today we're going to be focusing on the Brother Machine Tools and machining strategies. I know you've got a large range of machine tools at White House Machines that you offer, but you know, firstly, I'm going to start with you, Neville. Um, who is you, a legend? Who is an absolute legend? Um, firstly, just tell us about your your experience in the industry, but then we'll move on to, to My the strategies. In the industry, it's been 51 years. I've been an engineer for 51 years. Wow. I've been at White House Machine Tools for nearly 26 years. Wow. And what, what did you. Did Have you, you learnt anything so no, far? Not a lot. So, did you start as an apprentice? Oh, I did, yeah. And back in the day, you know, the strategies, the cutting strategies were completely different to how they are now, aren't they? Well, the whole machine was totally different. And I mean, totally different. Explain how. I mean, I served my apprenticeship at Alfred Herbert's who were in the early days of NC machines, which used to run off paper tape, unproven. And in regards to the the cutting strategies and and the tools that you use, can you just give us a bit... Tooling is totally different. Tooling has advanced vastly over the years. And you've seen all this change. I've seen all this change over the years and gone with it. But they still got the same basic principles of engineering. Just because you cut quicker doesn't mean you lose the basic engineering skills. And what are them basic engineering skills? Workholding is predominantly one, and then total method of how you're going to approach the job. Right. You know, there are people out there now that just think you just look at a machine and press a button and it does it for you. Yeah. You know, they don't realise just how much engineering skill has to go in to produce that part. Oh, we'll touch upon that in a little bit more detail in a bit now. Ian, tell us about your background and how you got into engineering. Uh, yeah, I was in engineering from the day I left school when I was 16. Um, so I've been with White House Machine Tools now for three years. Previous to this um, role, I was um, a shop floor manager, a company a subcontractor in Leicester. Um, but I also served my time um, doing apprenticeship um, and going forward through there. And um, have you learned anything from Neville? How to be grumper. <laughs> you know, in fact, I've got to tell the audience, they've got two mugs of, is it tea or coffee you've got? In coffee. There? Coffee, keep them going. Um, Ian's mug says, I'm an engineer, engineer to save time. Let's just assume I'm never wrong. And Neville has one with the iconic Mr. Grumpy on the front of it. This is brilliant. We've had quite a laugh this morning as well. There's a good atmosphere here. Just about to say, I mean, when I used to try and sell Neville stuff in the past, he was 
grumpy and he used to make me feel very uncomfortable at times but today he's been very happy I'd say he's yeah but you were tr- you were trying to sell me something <laughs> <laughs> salesmen don't do very well in here trying to sell me anything you did a good job Gio because the first thing he said about a good machine tool and strategy is work holding so you certainly did something I've done something right Lindsay now Lindsay you've been learning all about the, the new brother Speedio and Fidio today yes. and, and, and this podcast is completely focusing on the new strategies and, and the, the, the strategy predominantly the brother have an offer what, what what's your take on it so what I've learned and I said this as soon as I walked in I said more and more people are not talking about taking deeper cuts they're talking about um, higher speeds and feeds with lighter cuts and I think when you look at something like the Speedio um, this is a fast machine it's very versatile it's still got that power behind it but it's all about making machi- parts exceptionally fast and they're making them so fast that you need to have another machine, a robotic arm or something, feeding that. Hence the Fedia, where it has got a robotic arm with a conveyor. So you're basically saying the parts are coming off really, really quickly. You don't really want someone there standing there, you know, paying for someone just to load a machine. And you can have that lights out running. That's essentially what those two, uh, a machine and the robot loader is all about. It's it's phenomenal machine. Now, Nev, tell us about the strategy from Brother and kind of touch upon what the points that Lindsay's made, please. Oh, Brother's strategy is all about speed, non-cutting time, chip-to-chip time, spindle running, cutting metal. Now, the days of 25mm cutter, 25mm deep, one cut through steel, they've all gone. Because they put too much load on spindles, too much load on tooling, and don't work. And by using what's called high-speed machining, whereby you will take lighter cuts, instead of trying to take one cut at 25mm through, you will do what is called trichoidal milling, which are fast, light cuts. And what benefits does this have, not only to the, the, the productivity gains that you'll get, but to the machine tool, the cutting tools? The, surface the finish? Surface finish. Sur- surface finish improves, tool life improves, there's no load on the spindle. Yeah, and, and, and Ian, in, in regards to kind of the... Nev never mentioned the, um, the low power consumption. Um, how does this work? Well, basically, with the low power consumption, because you're not actually driving the spindle into the material really hard, you, because you're taking fast light cuts, it's not taking as much power to drive the spindle. Hence the reason you've got a lower power consumption on the machine. And again, like Neville said, you're actually putting less stresses through the machine, so you, you, all your axis on your machines are going to be, last much longer. You ain't going to need to replace ball screws or anything like that. So metal removal rates are increased, but power consumption are decreased. So it sounds to me like you're winning in every single area. It's a, win, it's a win-win with the correct strategy, which takes a long time to learn. A lot of CAD CAM people now have got expertise in high-speed machining. And when you get complex parts, you are reliant on CAD CAM. But it is the same procedure of fast light cuts the turning was really impressive wasn't it Liz? well i just wasn't expecting to have that power and when you showed us the part and you were like you say doing the intermittent cuts it, it i just wasn't expecting you to say like essentially this is a mill and a lathe at the same time i think that's what it is and i think you know we often talk about horizontal machining and the swarf falling away and you just watch that and it's just incredible how you're you're almost 
bringing the two together, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, Ian, can you explain how that works a little bit more? I mean, you 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 mentioned that this is the latest model with increased torque in the C-axis. Um, and can you explain? I mean, it was intermittent cutting that the, the part was in. Explain You're how taking it the works. corners off, weren't you? Yeah, so obviously um, we'll tell you we're using a square billet and then we're turning it into a cone. So we're doing intermittent cutting. It's a two and a half mil depth of cut we were using as well. Um, 1,000 RPM with 0.5 per rev. So it's not hanging about, it's quite quick. And obviously with the torque of the machine, it's quite powerful. Again, like you said, it's intermittent cutting, so there's a bit of a bang in there, but it's not actually um, holding the machine up at all. There's no. It was very, very impressive. I mean, when you're looking to do a, a mill turn part on a, on a machine like that, you wouldn't necessarily assume that that machine had the capabilities of doing so. Now, Neville, you mentioned to me there was a company that have, have invested in this Speedio and Fidio sales where it was taking the company a week to do the, 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 the same amount of parts. Now, it's taking them... Taking them a day now. Wow. Because it is robot-fed, the machine will check that it's there to be machined and they can leave it alone. Somebody has to just keep loading the belt. And what's interesting is the part can go on the belt, but it doesn't have to be in the exact same position. As long as it's kind of facing the correct way, it's got a vision system hasn't it? So then yeah. it can measure where the part is, what angle it is. So it, can't, it doesn't have to be in the same place every time and then pick it up and it knows, doesn't it? That's right. The, um, the camera's set up to plus or minus uh, 20 degrees. So there's a big room for error there um, for when humans are loading it on there. So obviously we've got to allow for human error. And um, with the vision system, it picks all that up. So it will orientate around. Um, if it has been loaded, missed, put on the wrong way, the robot will just um, ignore it and it will just carry on. And there's an increased pay- payload of 20 kilograms. Is that right? So it can be 10 either side. Yeah, so um, we've got a total payload of 20, kilo- oh. 20 kilograms on the actual robot. So you can have um, a heavy part of um, 10 kilo each side. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, for me, you know, you, you, you state that a company was doing them parts in a week. Now they're doing them in a day. I mean, it speaks for itself. I mean, you know, do you ever get brother users that go anywhere else once they've invested in brother we find that once we sell a brother machine to a customer they will come back for more and more and more and what are the downsides downsides to brother now what if there are any what are they you can't ask them that geo <laughs> the only the only not, down, not the, at all <laughs> the only downside to a brother is having to educate people of how to use a 30 spindle machine and using different strategies. 30? 30, 30, 30 taper tool holders, different strategies to what they're used to. Does that put people off? You know, so kind of, is it changing mindsets? Is that it, is, it, is a change, it is a change in mindset. And, and is that kind of the, the barrier to entry then? Uh, yeah, so I see, trying to get people to see the small tools and think, oh, that, you know, that machine ain't going to be strong enough to do our parts. A lot of people just assume that the brother can only cut aluminium. That is totally wrong. We can cut stainlesses, we cut steels. So we cut all sorts of materials. And I say, like Neville said, it's just a case of changing your strategies to go along with your tooling. Now, we t- touched upon the, the Speedio, but you've got a, a large range of different machine tools that Brother offer. Can you go talk us through the different ranges of machine tools? Well, the range will start at a standard three-axis from 300mm x 500mm X, 700mm X, and a metre in X. 22 tools in the magazine, no, 21 tools in the magazine. 
Which could possibly one of the limitations of Brother is the magazine capacity. From there, you then talk about twin swing, twin turret, no, twin twin pallet, pallet machines. Put your teeth back in. I know. <laughs> the advantage of pallet machines is you can load the outer pallet while the inner pallet is cutting metal. And your chip to chip to bring the outer pallet in is three seconds. So your load time is three seconds. Now, Lindsay, you were talking about how Brother originated and you know them from other kind of... I'm not professing to be a great sewer, but it was sewing machines, wasn't it? And then printers, they do... I think the name Brother is definitely associated with technology. And... In back in them days, you know, it was productivity that was needed. Brother that is, was the necessity. Brother is all about production. If you want to buy a jobbing machine, job to job to job to job, you don't buy a brother. Brother are an out and out production machine. And how's business been for you guys during these crazy times? It's been okay. It's been good on on the sales side of it. It's uh, we've sold quite a few machines to the medical industry. Um, and also um, looking into the automotive side where people are buying aftermarket parts for the, for the motorbikes and that, they, that business is kind of ramped up. Whether that's Pe- people, people have, have more money, money to spend and more time on their hands now, so they're looking to tart up stuff that they are, they've got as a... In fact, I heard that about the aerospace industry the other day. I think um, Ian went to a company and, you know, we're talking about aerospace. However, this company were doing almost like luxury, you know, like the smaller planes and people, as you say, had more time. So they were tarting them up so they did different mm. parts. Yeah. And so there's, um, you know, with, with this current climate and everything, you know, it is a lot of doom and gloom. Of course, we see it on the news, but there is money moving. It's just where it's moving to, isn't it? And it's changing. I think, it, you know, on a kind of deeper note, we're all, everyone is going through this huge transition um, of a learning curve because... Buying strategies, like cutting strategies, are changing, and we've all got to kind of work out where it's going. Absolutely. It's a bit the unknown at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. It is unknown, but trying to educate people is probably the difficult part of how to get the best out of brother equipment. Education is absolutely key, and I think diversification is another kind of big element I think that you're touching upon, Lindsay, as well, you know, in in the way people need to, to change, but... One, one thing we've noticed is that people that have invested in the latest technologies and, the, and, and some of the products such as your products that include automation as a part of the actual uh, solution, uh, they're still busy, aren't they? Even during this time. I think it's the fact that there's, just to you know, kind of cover what I've just said, I think it's evolving. And when you've got machines like a Fedio feeding a Speedio machine, <laughs> I love the names, by the way, um, it is actually, that is the first stage of people evolving because they're changing their ways. Then maybe not having one machinist on a machine, you know, the labour of putting it into the machine, that machinist can go and do something else. And so then there's the diversification um, we've been into machine shops and they're saying we've just had to diversify and cut different materials. That's how we've survived. Well, the only way that people will survive now and to be able to compete with the Chinese market price-wise, they've got to invest in technology. Mm. And Brother is the ultimate to go to for speed. Therefore, you can cut your charges down, you can sell your product cheaper and you can bring in more work. You can actually bring work back from China yeah. into this country and be competitive. 
Perfect. It's like with the um, with the Fidio system, you can have really one person running three or four cells now. So if you've got the Fidio on the, the Speedios, you could have three or four of them set up in your factory, and you can have one person manning all these machines. So, which we've seen. Going back to my question, Ian, you were in Ireland recently. Are brother users still busy even during this time, or more busy than others? Maybe more busy than others, I'd say. Um, especially in the medical industry, obviously with all the ventilators what are being produced and all the medical equipment what's needed, but. Going back towards what we were saying earlier about the people spending, um, even on, like, say, with the aftermarket parts for uh, motorbikes and push bikes, they're just getting busier and busier. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 kind of over-emphasising what we've kind of tried to touch upon in this uh, in this podcast. I know we've gone a little bit off track in, at times, but strategy, strategy is key. The, the brother strategy is not a gimmick, it's a proven. Um, and I think that the people that have invested into uh, brother technology keep investing and keep bene- benefiting from it. Any last thoughts, guys? I've got a question. If... I want to change or my business may be struggling a little bit and I'm trying to go, right, okay, what you're telling me is I need to kind of think differently. Who do I go to? What's my first step? Um, Basically, you give us a bell, you come over to us and we can explain different strategies, different machining types, and um, we can take you forward from there. Yeah. We like to take potential customers to existing customers. Yeah to see how they're using the machines, how they are benefiting from the machine. Mm. And on the White House logo outside it, it says Advanced Engineering Solutions. Mm. Perfect. Which are our forte. Mm. Perfect. And I think I don't think there's a better way to uh, end this podcast. So, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. I know, Lindsay, you've got to shoot off up the motorway, so we're going to have to wrap this one up. But I think definitely we'll have to come back and do a part two. Uh, guys, thank you very much. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please comment and leave your views or get in touch with White House Machine Tools to find out more. Thanks for listening to the MTD podcast. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. Find more episodes on mtdcnc.com.